Hey there, everyone. Before we start the show, we here at Popcorn for Dinner want to give a big shout out to our good friend and illustrator Kyle Kedzik for helping us celebrate making it to 40 episodes with some uh, brand new custom artwork, which is now up on all of our social media accounts. We love it. We hope you love it. And if you're looking for some new custom artwork for your business or project, you can look him up on Facebook at Kyle Kedzik or even drop him a line at kylekedzik at gmail.com. That's K-Y-L-E-K-E-D-Z-U-C-H at gmail.com. dinner this is jeff and kelly video game movie month it's closing in on the end here mm -hmm. uh our list of movies growing shorter this is the second best yes. of the five movies that we've found yes according um, to imdb yeah according to imdb which um honestly kind of surprised me mm -hmm. like i've <laughs> i'd seen this movie a bunch as a kid and in my head i was like it's not really that good though is it and yeah. then following watching it it was like no it's really not that yeah, good like, why? <laughs> it's why? sort of absurd to get such a high score but i mean if i'm really looking at all the ones we've done so far it's like well maybe it's not that it's necessarily good it's just that it's <laughs> technically better i yeah. don't know just barely just just, just barely. fucking barely the movie that we are doing this week is the 1995 american fantasy martial arts action film Mortal Kombat. No, sorry. Mortal Kombat. That's the fucking greatest. Mm -hmm. Like, I will give it so many props for starting just like that, where it's just like, there you go. Yeah. You want fucking, go. you want EDM, you want ridiculous fucking <laughs> dance music, you want that the dragon logo. I wrote down immediately, I was just like, classic dragon logo. Boom. Uh, it, it starts as though you would imagine it would. Like, oh, here we fucking go, Mortal mm -hmm. Kombat. And then it just, it it's, okay. The word I would use <laughs> to describe <laughs> this movie is preposterous. Like, yes. none of it matters. None of it makes sense. The movie pretends to have a plot for like 45 minutes and then all of a sudden is just like, eh, mm -hmm. <laughs> and ditches it. Uh, the plot that it was already setting up contradicts itself as you're like getting towards it. Like it's it's so nonsense. Mm -hmm. And you look at like the source material for it, and you're like, of course, yeah. it has to be not. Like there's no <laughs> way you can't make a story out of this. Like yeah. <laughs> they call it a tournament, mm -hmm. and it's like, well, you know, when you're playing the game and you go in and you choose your fighter, and then that fighter fights every other fighter on the way to the top. It's not really a tournament. Yeah. More of a trial. Yeah. It's kind of just like you just going and fighting everybody. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's and like, you know, the, the games have like little stories to them. Like I know in the, in the original game, like when you beat the, the, the last boss, there was like a little screen that gave you the story of like, what happened to this character mm, because okay. of the events of Mortal Kombat or whatever. <laughs> But in the end, every single one of those contradicts the other because it all is, you know, dependent on the character you're using winning Mortal Kombat. Yeah. So it's like, so all of those stories, they're not all true because they can't be. Because <laughs> yeah. if Scorpion won, then Liu Kang didn't win. And then, you know, so it's, it's just, it's an absurd premise. Like, it's a fighting game. Literally just the whole thing is like, uh, have a guy who does this, have some chick who does this, beat the <laughs> shit out of each other for a couple rounds pump more quarters in the machine like you give yeah. it a little story to give it a little like flavor and make it different mm -hmm. but it doesn't really have a story yeah there's there's like not really there's not a plot line to follow in that game yeah like they've tried since then you know yeah. like the, as it went on to like xbox and stuff like that when it became mm -hmm. like 3d and you know cut scenes and all sorts of shit where it's like they've kind of tried to turn it into a, a real story mm -hmm. but they weren't doing that in 1995 like no. it was literally just like we got some characters they punch each other yeah and it's just a beat em up yeah so we'll just make a movie out of it i guess and it yeah. fails yes <laughs> i will just say straight up I the mean, story is preposterous the one thing it didn't fail on was the tagline 
and <laughs> of nothing in the world has prepared me for this. Yeah. It's it's an absurd fucking movie and like I have so many questions. I'm I can only imagine, man. Like it's <laughs> it's not even a case of like because I've played the game so I can answer the whatever. It's like no 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 no. It's just a case of like I'll answer questions because I've seen it a bunch of times so maybe I've picked up on it better than you did. Yeah. But in terms of like true lore, mm-hmm. it's like there's I, I got none of that in my head. That, that's that's not how I played those games. Yeah. Hysterically rated PG-13. Uh, simply because yes that's one of my first notes but like when when that popped up i realized i was like holy shit really Mm -hmm. mortal Kombat is pg-13 i mean i get it you want teenage boys to come and see it in the theater yeah but at the same time you're kind of you're kind of shortchanging it where's all the blood yeah again with the lack of blood (laughs) but fucking pg-13 and according to netflix at least non-stop martial arts action was the reason for PG-13. Like, apparently if you're 12 or under, it was simply overstimulating with martial yeah, arts there's, action. there's too much martial arts Little kids action. would freak out. If it, if it was just like a little bit, but it was nonstop. Yeah. Except it wasn't, and I made a note of that. <laughs> there was a lot of time when there were yeah. nothing martial arts really I mean, going on. Considering that that was like a thing right at the top of the movie that it shows you, like, don't mm-hmm. stop, martial arts action. I wrote down later into uh, into my notes about how it was like at least like 90% of this movie is Liu Kang, Sonya Blade, and Johnny Cage walking around through very poorly rendered backgrounds, mm-hmm. just sort of talking. Yep. I, I was like, did I? Did they just like cut all this shit when I was a kid? Like, did I watch this movie a shitload on like TV? And they were like, you know what? Just get to the action mm-hmm. and cut all these scenes because I like barely remembered it. But I was like, this is <laughs> awful. Like, there's no. <laughs> oh my god! I we have to. We essentially have to jump into what the the plot that they. Yeah posit to us because at least the sequence of events that happened yeah because it really it honestly like in retrospect like while we were watching it i was just like okay this is that's what's happening this is what's going and then i thought back on it later and i was like wait a minute wait no he was wait (laughs) because you start the movie you got Liu kang sonya blade johnny cage they are all like real world people Liu kang is like a good fighter because he lived in china and, and he was like he was part a martial of like artist a monk village or something yeah so it's like so he's a good martial artist there and that's why he would be chosen as a fighter or whatever mm-hmm. um and then you got johnny cage who's like a movie star but he's like a jean-claude van damme like action mm-hmm. martial arts guy kind of thing uh which had such a bizarre little side plot to it like the thing that got him to go to mortal Kombat. yeah there's the fact that everyone in the world apparently thought that he wasn't actually a good martial artist and stuff yeah and the way that he gets like tricked into it is because someone is like, oh, well, if you come to this crazy ass tournament and blah, 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 the whole world will know how great you are at martial mm-hmm. arts. Mm-hmm. And I was like, or just compete. Yeah. Normally, like a human does, <laughs> like not <laughs> not take a crazy boat to the middle of nowhere to fight in a crazy weird tournament thing. Like just go compete yeah. if you're that concerned with people not believing you can really do it or just like go on a talk show yeah and like give a demonstration or something like it's not like it's an inherently like unprovable thing (laughs) it's like oh if only i could find a way to show people that i know martial arts like how about you show them that you know martial arts Mm -hmm. instead of like getting duped into going to this fucking tournament uh and then lu kang his is the most confusing to me because he (laughs) he's in america at the start of the movie. Mm-hmm. And he like the movie starts with Shang Tsung, the bad guy, killing Liu Kang's little brother yeah. and stealing his soul. Your brother's soul is mine. <laughs> He's so evil. And, and he, he takes he, the soul. And he breaks the fourth wall like a minute <laughs> into the movie. I mean, it's a nightmare. So it's like you, you know, yeah. like that's... Yeah. It's not really like he's trying to point at us. Like, yeah. no, it's not our souls that are <laughs> his. That's good. <laughs> but... <clears throat> But he has this nightmare where Shang Tsung kills his brother. And then he like wakes up like, oh, my God. And then he walks over to his desk and he looks at like he's got a telegram from back home. Mm -hmm. And it just says, brother dead, return home. And I was like, so he already got that and then went to bed 
and is like gonna go in the morning or something like he I didn't guess. drop things immediately and come home yeah he decided he to go to bed and then yeah and then he had a nightmare while he was sleeping I don't, yeah. since it's not really set up you have no idea it, it almost seemed like he discovered that after he had like the nightmare warned him and mm -hmm. then he saw the telegram and was like oh my god he's actually dead <laughs> but i just i doubt that's what they meant but so he goes back to uh his fucking clan or whatever and they're talking about it as though Mortal Kombat is like a thing that they completely know about mm -hmm. and like fully understand. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's what it's, it sort of seems like because no, he's like, because <laughs> he says like his brother challenged Shang Tsung mm -hmm. and Shang Tsung was like, you little bitch, I'm just going to fucking stomp on your back and kill you and take your soul. You're such a wuss. Yeah. And he wins easily and he kills Liu Kang's brother. So then Liu Kang comes back to the village and he's talking to, you know, elders, his dad, who the fuck knows? They don't yeah. have character names. They never mention it. Uh, and he's talking to them and they go through some rigmarole where it's like they believe that Christopher Lambert's character is actually Raiden, the God of Thunder. But Liu Kang doesn't believe that. Yeah. He's like, oh, he's just a simple beggar. What are you talking about? I will fight Shang Tsung. I will do all of this. And so it makes it seem like he knows who Shang Tsung is mm -hmm. and what this tournament that they're challenging for and all of that. But he doesn't believe in Raiden. Like I was I was just confused that it was a white dude. Yeah, I've read about that where when they were casting, they were just like, we liked Lambert so much. And he said he was like an actual star who could be in the movie that it was like we, we kind of fudged it because in the games he's supposed to just be an Asian guy because he's. Yeah there or whatever but they were like uh christopher lambert let's get him that threw me yeah i mean he's a god <laughs> as, as a kid i always just reckoned it as like he's a god he can look like whatever the fuck he wants yeah i guess why he's racist i don't know but he just is <laughs> <laughs> he's like i want to look like you yeah uh <laughs> i want to look like christopher lambert <laughs> i love highlander um so it's like he he understands that there's a tournament but apparently he doesn't understand the supernatural elements of the tournament including the fact that Shang Tsung is not Chinese, but he is from the other realm of yeah. Outworld and shit. So it's like, so you know who this fucking interdimensional sorcerer is mm -hmm. who killed your brother and hosts this tournament, but you see Raiden and you're like, like why? <laughs> why be skeptical about that when you clearly know? And then he's surprised later when he meets like Sub-Zero and Scorpion mm -hmm. and they go into the other things and all this crazy shit's happening. And he's like, oh, my gosh. And it's like, I thought your I thought your people knew about this. Like, I thought it was kind of your deal. Yeah, that's what it seemed like. Like, where it was like, we got to train people to go to this tournament, this tournament that we all know about. Remember, I, I took it more of like he didn't really believe the legends. And so it was more his like shock and surprise that the legends were actually true. I versus guess, like I guess holy shit that's a thing that's gonna kill me <laughs> I mean the way that it's it seems like he's the only skeptic in the entire clan yeah or whatever well that's why he left I, I guess <laughs> but like weren't you watching this super easy to follow movie barely that, that totally didn't throw like 20 people at you in the first five <laughs> minutes and some of those people don't matter at all and it mm -hmm. doesn't matter who they were in the first place like uh like when Johnny Cage meets up with his agent who tells him about the tournament to mm -hmm. go to the thing or whatever and then the agent walks away and he melts into Shang Tsung mm -hmm. and you're like oh it was Shang Tsung impersonating him great i just spent some brain power remembering this guy to be like how's he going to fit in later mm -hmm. and you're like oh it doesn't he's never going to show up again yeah. like is he dead who knows probably i guess i guess that means Shang Tsung killed him I, yeah. But he didn't look like a he didn't look like a like martial artist, so that seems like a wasted soul for him to steal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this old I mean, guy. Like I guess he, I'll have to steal his soul so I can turn into him. But his soul is so worthless; it's not going to do anything for me. I can't battle he, people better he, as this guy. He does have you know thousands or over a thousand. I, it seemed like the number kept changing, but he has a <laughs> bunch of warrior souls too. Yeah. So I'm sure he's like, eh, I can take this guy. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, that whole thing, like, that's something that is totally in line with the games in terms of, like, when you fight against Shang Tsung, who's, like, a, one of the higher-up bad guys, mm -hmm. he has the ability to change into, I think it's, like, you, you know, like, okay. your player, or it might be that there's different codes for different players that he can turn into. Either way, he can, like, morph into other people, mm -hmm. other fighters from the game. 
So when you see that at the top, when he turns back into himself from being this other guy, it's like, oh, shit, he's using some of those like body swapping <laughs> things. And then they use it once more with Liu Kang's brother. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he doesn't actually do that for the fight, like yes. the souls, he like makes them into other beings that go and fight for him. And it was like, what the fuck? He's supposed to fight. Yeah. Like, that's the whole deal. <laughs> this is so stupid. And then you get the third, like, Earth hero, Sonya Blade, mm-hmm. um, who, you know, in the games, it's just like, hey, she's the chick. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, in the first game, she's the only female fighter. So it's like, hey, look at her. Yep. She, this is different, right? And she, I mean, in the games, obviously, like I said, I never really followed what they really were. It's like, yeah. I know I'm pretty certain she was supposed to be like a soldier, cop, something, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so in this movie, she's like fucking like special forces or something. Yeah. And she's going to take down Kano, who is from the games with the with the fucking silver thing and the red eye or whatever, mm-hmm. um, because he killed her partner. And so she's tracking him down. And then you learn that Shang Tsung is working with Kano to like lure her to the fight. Yeah. Like she's not invited to Mortal Kombat. She sneaks on the boat chasing Kano. Yeah. And Which was the plan? That that is the thing that screwed with me the most. Like you, you see all of this. You see all three of these stories. Mm-hmm. Each one of them has been like masterminded by Shang Tsung, where it's like, "Hey, Liu Kang, I fucking killed your brother. You're fucking next. Mm-hmm. Like, what you gonna do, huh? Huh?" So it's like, okay, so Liu Kang's gonna come and he's gonna be like, "Well, then I have to go and I have to fight you for my fucking brother's honor and shit." So it's mm-hmm. like, all right, got you. And then it's like Johnny Cage, like, hey, you're real insecure that people don't think you're a real fighter. Well, then I'll invite you to this fucking awesome tournament where you can prove that you're a fighter. And he's mm-hmm. like, all right, I guess I'll do it. And he's like, boom, got you. <laughs> and then Sonya Blade, it's like, all right, Kano, you're going to go. You're going to murder her fucking partner. She's going to go on a, like a bloodthirsty rampage <laughs> shooting up a dance club. Yep. None of the dancers notice. Nope. Even though there is machine gun fired at them. Like she's standing right by the crowd, mm-hmm. fires a shotgun at the bad guy who fires back at her. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, none of the dancers were hit. Yeah. And Mag- <laughs> nothing came bullets. with it. And they couldn't hear it and whatever. Uh, and she chases him down and then she tracks Kano all the way to Hong Kong where Liu Kang and Johnny Cage and everyone else is getting on the boat. And Kano like reveals himself and gets on the boat. So Sonya gets on the boat and now she's going to Mortal Kombat and all that. And that whole thing clearly set in place by Shang Tsung. So it's mm-hmm. like Shang Tsung has guided all these people to his boat to bring him to his whatever. And then Raiden pops in and he's like, what are you doing to my fighters? It's like, your fighters? Yeah. <laughs> you didn't do shit. You didn't bring them here. You, they just fell in your life. Like, are they your fighters because you're on the side of Earth? And since they're here, you just have to take them on. (laughs) You know, it's like, all right, I guess these are my fighters. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for supplying them. Like you, did you, did he bring any, does he have some ringers that wind up getting killed later in that sequence where Goro murders like 50 people in a row (laughs) (laughs) just getting tossed into those rocks? Like dead, 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 dead. I was like, oh my God. Please just make it stop. Because like when you start, the movie and you're looking at it because i mean the first game has like seven eight fighters in it maybe total not a lot mm-hmm. and mortal kombat 2 adds like f- five or six more or something like that so it's like there's a decent amount mm-hmm. but when you see all these people show up to this island for mortal kombat there's like hundreds yeah and i was like what are all these fucking red shirts doing here all they're doing is coming here like they're all clearly going to die mm-hmm. and then the named characters will keep fighting because that's what they have to you know you couldn't fucking just like kill johnny cage in his first fight like oh no he's dead well that happens mortal kombat (laughs) you know like that's just what it does i mean raiden did say earlier in the movie that he like looked into the souls of all of the fighters and one of the three of them will be like the deciding factor of the tournament yeah, I mean, like, okay, so he so he at least recognizes that there are other fighters there. <laughs> yeah, but he knows that they're just cannon fodder. Yeah, they're all worth. They're all just like, uh, you don't you don't put your fucking money on those guys. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be these guys over here. <laughs> yeah, it's super silly. I don't quite understand how Raiden works, and the fact that he can't go to Outworld at the end of the movie, which is like, I cannot follow you. And it's like, why not? Yeah, it's just like I just can't deal. <laughs> Well, thanks. You're, you've been 
ultimately worthless this whole movie there's one moment where raiden actually like he needed to be there yeah and it's when they beat up all those fucking guards and then there's like a thousand more guards Mm -hmm. and then raiden's like ah ah, ah, i don't think so and he shocks them you know and all that and it's like okay so he needed to be there for that (laughs) but overall he really just hangs around and gives shitty weird pep talks Mm -hmm. and sometimes not even that yeah, they're not even. He just sort of tells them, you know. Like yeah. I forget, he says something to Liu Kang at one point. He's just like, uh, "I've." <laughs> it was it was so fucking funny because it's like he's barely like really talked or taught any of the fighters throughout the whole movie, mm-hmm. and then towards the end when Shang Tsung kidnaps Sonya Blade, he uh, Liu Kang says like he's like, "Oh, she has to accept his." is uh his like you know invitation to fight otherwise it doesn't matter mm-hmm. like she has to accept and, and then raiden says like you have learned everything there is to learn Liu kang i have nothing more to teach you and i was like <laughs> that was the last thing yeah. was this random obscure piece of of the rules of mortal Kombat. like oh i remember from orientation they said <laughs> that you have to accept the invitation to fight like that is right you are now complete. <laughs> like, yeah. You can go now. And it's like, you didn't teach anything this whole movie. And now you're like, ah, my work is done. <laughs> yeah. Liu Kang knew that from the legends and that. <laughs> yeah. Like, he, he had that knowledge coming in. And so when they get to the fucking, like, island for the actual combat, it's at that point where the movie is, like, simultaneously trying to keep a plot going, but also understands that they're, like, 30 minutes into a Mortal Kombat movie and there hasn't been any Mortal Kombating. Yeah. <laughs> so they so they start throwing a couple of, like, the red shirts in because, like, Liu Kang beats the shit out of that one guy and then Shang Tsung takes his soul. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Uh, and, well, they do kill one named character because Sonya kills kano right and it's like oh oh man they they killed him off like he's a he's a main (laughs) character from the games and shit and he's just dead now those early ones before they get into like some real big time matches (laughs) because i mean that's really the the crux of the whole thing about how weird it is like the first fights like the one with Liu kang fighting the random guy Mm -hmm. or any of that stuff it's like there's a ring that we've made out on this beach and Shang Tsung is sitting there and he's kind of like refing it because he's the previous champion or some shit. Uh, yeah. And so he's hanging out and he, you know, fight. And then when fucking the guy's on the ground, he's like, finish him. And he's, you know, sort of <laughs> directing it a little bit, you know, and like declaring winners and stealing souls and shit. And it's like, <laughs> all right, so this is how Mortal Kombat happens. And then fights just start happening. Yeah. In places, and they're apparently, like, sanctioned, but they're not supervised. Like, turning it into a true, like, this is a tournament Mm -hmm. where there's, you know, brackets, and you have to, (laughs) your next match will be, you know, if since it's not just, like, uh, fighting, whatever, and trying to give it this, like, plot line, you suddenly realize, like, oh, yeah, if they all took place in that, like, ring that Johnny Cage fights Goro in... Mm-hmm. Then it would get kind of boring after a while because you'd just be looking at that <laughs> that ring over <laughs> and over, you know. But also, there like couldn't be any surprises because you'd have to know that every match is going to happen yeah. ahead of time. Because it seems like Johnny Cage just gets ambushed by Scorpion in the woods. Yeah. And it's like, wait, is this a fully sanctioned Mortal Kombat match? And it's mm-hmm. like, who fucking knows? Like, uh, did you guys notice that Scorpion just took Johnny Cage into his, like, demon realm? And it's like, see who comes out. Like, <laughs> how did Johnny get back? Like, I, who knows? <laughs> like, they completely get rid of any attempt at, like, having a plot yeah. or anything mattering or, like, trying to build this into, like, a real thing. Like, oh, no, yeah, it's a tournament and we bring in people and it's an event and also shit just happens. <laughs> and then Goro murders everybody. Because, you know, it's like... Like, everybody. That's the thing, though, is, like, Goro is supposed to be... Goro is, like, the boss of the first game. Like, you get through everybody, and then you fucking fight Goro, because he's gigantic, and he's got four arms, and it's like, oh, fuck, and he beats Mm -hmm. the shit out of you. So it's, like, it's the toughest one. Yeah. But it seems like for, like, 60 or so of these contestants, he was match one. Yeah. It was just like, (laughs) all right, and you have been signed up for the match against the giant monster. Like, what? Oh, my God. And then immediately killed. And then Mm -hmm. the next guy in line, it's like, all right, and you pop in? Like, wait, wait, what? Yeah, we have, like, 50 of you scheduled for today. Yeah, against against Goro specifically. (laughs) Yeah. And then their friend, the guy that they met at the boat, Art, Uh he gets... He gets to fight Goro and get murdered by Goro. Yep. But he gets like a ring 
mm-hmm. instead of just a rock beach or wherever the fuck all the rest of them are happening. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's like none of it matters or makes sense again. Uh, like there's no attempts at like, yeah. And then once you get to this level, then you fight in rings or mm-hmm. then you fight here or what it's literally yeah. just like, all right, a fight scene happens. Johnny Cage kills Scorpion. Next scene, uh, Liu Kang fights Sub-Zero. All right, next one. Uh, <clears throat> <laughs> I mean, they had to make it nonstop martial arts action. <laughs> it so. really was too. Cause there were moments where it was like a fight ended. I, Cause I think it was like Sonya kills Kano. Mm-hmm. And then it like immediately like, and then Johnny Cage is walking in the woods and Scorpion bumps out. (laughs) And then the next one is fucking, okay, this was the one that confused me the most because like Liu Kang eventually fights Sub-Zero in another one of those (laughs) unsupervised in a random part of the like castle matches. Yeah. But before that, he goes and has a fight with Katana, Mm -hmm. the like thousand year old princess, whatever the fuck from the outworld and whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's in front of Shang Tsung. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, this scene happens because she gives him some dumb cryptic ass like message about his next match. Mm-hmm. Use the element that brings life. And I just wrote down, it's just, just say water. Yeah. Just tell him water. Why are you making it a riddle? So dumb. <laughs> yeah. But, like they're fighting and then she just like gives up. No. And Shang Tsung's like, oh, I am disappointed. In no, you. he yelled at her because she was giving him information. Right. Well, no, I get that. I just mean the fact that the match just gets to end and neither of them has to die. And he yeah. doesn't take anybody's soul. Nobody says finish him. There's I no th- ending to this match. I thought Shang Tsung ended it. Well, like, right. But it's he, like, why Why wouldn't he just be like, uh, you know what? Fuck him. I'll take in one of your souls. Like, yeah, why is Katana fighting? In this tournament, is she actually a tournament member? Because every time you see her, she's just sitting off in the distance. Yeah. Just like hanging out. And it's like, you're not really a part of this, though. You're like. Supervision? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what you're doing, but then apparently she's a part of it. And yeah. then whatever. So she can give Liu Kang the dumbass thing about like, just use water because mm-hmm. he's a nice guy and it'll fucking stab him. Yeah. If you throw it at him or whatever. Which is like, was she expecting that exact thing? You know what I mean? Where he does like the fucking giant like globe of freezing shit around him so that Liu Kang can throw water through it. Because I think she's the monk who puts down those water things in the room, like knowing that the fight's going to happen. So she puts the water down. So it's like, hey, there's water there. Yeah. Like I was telling you. (laughs) But like you look at Sub-Zero throughout the movie, like the first time you see him, Sonya pulls a gun on him and he just like puts his hand on the barrel and freezes the gun. Yeah. Just straight up immediately. And then snaps the barrel off. Yeah. And then the second time you see him, he's fighting a random dude who won't stop like flexing and like, (laughs) there's so much martial arts grunting in this movie. It was a little uncomfortable. (laughs) That is so funny to me, like how absurd and over the top it is, or it's like, I... I mean, I truly don't know. I never did any sort of martial arts thing, so I don't know how much of, like, you know, truthfully, the exertion Mm -hmm. will, like, you know, it feels better, you know, helps you relieve if you're like, ah, 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 whatever. (laughs) But it's absurd over the course of, like, a 90-minute movie how much there Mm -hmm. is in it. Yeah. But this dude, like, you know, flexes the the fuck out of it, and then he goes at Sub-Zero, and Sub-Zero, like, he, like, had to start ahead of time like getting his ice ball thing ready, like, mm-hmm. uh, and then when the dude jumps at him, he throws it at him, freezes him, he explodes and whatever. And then later it's like Sub-Zero is doing some other ice thing that's taking way longer and has yeah. a way bigger thing solely so that Liu Kang can like throw shit through it. And I was like, in every single game, it's fucking immediate. Every yeah. ice thing you want to do as Sub-Zero is just like psh, 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 freezing everything. Yeah. And then the movie, it's like, no, 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 no. He's got to like, yeah he has to conjure the fucking ice just to make it easier to kill him um okay real quick uh scorpion what the fuck was that thing coming out of his hand i always thought that it was like a grappling hook kind of thing no yeah i wrote into my notes i was like i don't understand why they turned his harpoon into like a, a, a robot bird snake thing okay no clue okay me i think as a kid i kind of dug it in terms of like oh that's weird mm-hmm. but in reality it's just like just, just make it harpoon what's the point of this it's so yeah. it's like especially because how 
bad the, the special effects are for it. <laughs> there was a lot. You know what of I mean? That. Like there's yeah, there's a ton of terrible special effects in this movie, but like in that case it's like you didn't need that. Yeah. <laughs> like you could have You could have made like a an actual like prop. Yeah, like a harpoon like cuz I honestly I, I'm pretty certain if you look at the first game that Scorpion like has that like on him. It's like a thing. Yeah. It, and he throws it. It doesn't just come out of his body. Yeah. <laughs> like he does do the thing where he pulls his mask off and it's a skeleton head and he breathes fire and shit. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah, he is like sort of like a supernatural kind of thing. But that doesn't mean that his harpoon has to be alive. Yeah. <laughs> That's the weirdest fucking alive choice. And come from his hand. Yeah. And like constantly angry. I don't know. Yeah. Raiden is kind of a dick throughout the whole movie. <laughs> my fate one of my favorite parts is like they get on that boat right at the beginning. They run into Shang Tsung and Scorpion and Sub Zero and they all kind of mm -hmm. like flex at each other and Shang Tsung's like, Oh, I guess we'll save this for the fights or whatever, blah blah blah. Raiden comes down and talks some shit. Mm -hmm. Uh and then Liu Kang and Johnny and Sonya all look at Raiden and they're just like, What in the fuck is going on like did you see that shit coming out of his hand yeah like he froze some stuff like johnny cage gets so many jokes that aren't really funny or mm -hmm. jokes it's just like he just says the things that they were talking about and then goes like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> it's not a great yeah. role um but like you know they're they're just like this is so fucking crazy like what is going on and raiden's like ah yes i uh I guess I'll explain this to you. Come with me. And then he turns into electricity and floats up the fucking thing. And it's just like, how are they supposed to follow you? Yeah. <laughs> you literally say, come with me. Mm -hmm. And then you teleport away. Yeah. Like, just walk, you dick. <laughs> yeah. Like, you absolutely could. And it's just so funny. Like, you, they had to have realized how silly that seemed. Where it's like, all right, so you're going to say, come with me. And then we're going to get the shot so that we can get the special effects played in there for when you teleport out of the room. And like, nobody yeah. was like, wait a minute. So he says, come with me. And then he just disappears yeah. into his electric storm. Like, yeah, why? What's the problem? I don't see yeah, it. That's, that's how he moves from room to room. Yeah, right? isn't that, how would you do it if you were the god of thunder? <laughs> Essentially, once you get to the point where fights start happening randomly, there's really no plot anymore. Yeah. It's just like fights, 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 fights. I mean, you know, there's still the thing of like, Liu Kang wants revenge. Mm -hmm. But, you know, pretty much as soon as they get there, Johnny Cage's whole thing gets forgotten. Yep. Or it's like, he wants to be taken seriously. And it's like, ah, you know, he's not going to mention that again. Yeah. And then Sonya fucking kills Kano in the first like couple of matches. So it's like, well, my job's done. Yeah. <laughs> so really the only thing left is Liu Kang fighting Shang Tsung. So it's like, okay, so I guess that's the plot. Yeah. But it really just comes down to like, okay, Liu Kang, fight a bunch of people and then fight Shang Tsung. Mm -hmm. That's what we're all waiting for. And then you just have to keep waiting for it as they yeah. <laughs> fight more of his minions. <laughs> and then he, t he kidnaps Sonya and takes her to Outworld because he's just like, I am changing the location of the fight, mm -hmm. which is my prerogative or whatever. I can do that. And then he just fucking leaves in a giant bubble. Raiden says he can't come with. Yeah. It just seems so crazy to me because it was like, okay, how are Johnny and Lou going to get out there yeah. <laughs> to do this? Like, they can't summon a bubble. Yeah. <laughs> like, however Shang Tsung did it. Like, did they just sit there and wait until, like, another bubble showed up? Is it, like, a subway? I mean, it, <laughs> or did... it looked like another bubble appeared, like, as they walked into the portal it's Like, does, So that just happens when yeah. you walk into it? it? Yeah. It's like there's a motion sensor. Once you get past a certain <laughs> spot, the bubble shows up and drags you Outworld, Outworld, whatever it was called. Yeah, Outworld. Outworld. Um, it sounded like Outworld sometimes. Some people say that. <laughs> that's just funny because I would never, ever, like, I would never activate that bubble then. Because I would never just, like, walk into it expecting it to show up. I'd be like, <laughs> it's not here. When is it going to get here? Yeah. <laughs> I would never, like, I would never wind up going. Um, so they go out to Outworld and then this fucking, the fight is cool. For the most part, like, I mean, it, it all your mileage is going to vary depending on how you like special effects, like, and not even really that special effects because it's all very practical. Yeah. But like wire work, uh, martial arts fighting, like mm -hmm. it depends on how much you like that. It will depend on how, like, how well you receive it. But it's like, it's a pretty cool fight when he fights reptile when he becomes a person. Mm hmm. 
But Jesus Christ, that CGI reptile. That yeah. might be the worst yeah. thing I've seen in like a major movie <laughs> in terms of like trying to convince you it's supposed to be a living thing yeah <laughs> like if it was if it was like in a computer game mm -hmm. it'd be like okay whatever but it's yes. like this is supposed to look like a real creature next to human beings on a set it's oh my god coming up like animated yeah this is really terrible and obviously you know it just shows you that gigantic fucking chasm between movies that have money and movies that don't have money <laughs> because it's like this came out two years after jurassic park and that was the best they could get yeah. with this fucking reptile thing. Or it's just like, yeah, we don't have Jurassic Park money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Clearly. Um, but yeah, I mean, that fight scene was pretty cool. But it was, it was, I mean, for one, you could tell exactly what it was. Because I read into it. And that one was added to the movie. They like had the movie. They test screened it. Some folks liked it enough. Mm -hmm. But were like, it needs some more fighting. And so they were like, all right, well, then we'll add another fight. Because I think originally he's supposed to, like, catch the reptile and then throw it into that, like, thing. That, like, the, like, statue or whatever that, like, pulls it into it. Okay. And then that was supposed to, like, be the end of it. Like, that killed it and it's mm -hmm. done. But then they're like, oh, they want more fights. Okay, well, then we'll just have that turn into a human, I guess. However yeah. the fuck that happens. And then Magic. that's gonna yeah, and then that that will fight Liu Kang. Um, which I mean, like I said, that scene was tits and it had some great fucking uh, EDM in the background, like that soundtrack. That soundtrack went fucking platinum. That's amazing. <laughs> like that is how fucking crazy that is. Like it was it was just that perfect 90s sweet spot. Yeah. It was just like this fucking like dance music shit is perfect for martial arts fighting. Holy fuck. I love it. Yes. Let's fucking buy it up. It's so funny to me. Like, That's why all this movie got extra points on IMDb. It was because Probably, of the soundtrack. Dude. Honestly. <laughs> um, and what's so silly to me too, in terms of like character stories, like Sonya, for one, she sucks throughout most of it because she's given such a stupid like character trait mm -hmm. where it's like she goes off to try to find Kano or try to find whatever and then Liu Kang and Johnny Cage just roll up behind her because they're in this movie too and they, yeah. <laughs> you know and they walk up and then she just gets all indignant with them and is like mm -hmm. I didn't ask for help I don't need help I don't need your help yeah and then that happens like three or four more times <laughs> and then she gets kidnapped by Shang Tsung so of course her character in the end needs their help yeah and it seems so fucking lame to me. Like, she has to learn to be a damsel in distress. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's what it sort of seems like it winds up being. It's yeah. like, that, she needed to understand that that's what she is. <laughs> like, what a shitty fucking story for her. Because in that final fight, it's like she's just standing there chained to those things. Mm -hmm. And then, like, Johnny gets her out of it. And then her and Johnny just watch Liu Kang win the fight and, yeah. and do everything. <laughs> so it's like she gets one scene where she kills Kano. And then the whole rest of the movie, she's just kind of dicking around and then she gets kidnapped and i was like that's almost as bad as johnny cage johnny cage's story is probably the most worthless yeah it's like he shows up he's kind of like a hollywood dick uh <laughs> people like give him shit especially Liu kang who like clearly doesn't like him <laughs> um and then it's everything's just really forgotten it's yeah. just like uh, i don't really care anymore about how people perceive me <laughs> And I fight Goro because, uh, oh, yeah, because he killed Art. Yeah. And that's about it. Yeah. That was kind of the only thing. That was and the I last guess, thing he and, had to do. And because he had the plan of dick punch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I wanted to kind of wanted to like, oh, well, who gives a shit? I was like leading towards and basically kind of ending with fucking Goro. Like Goro as a thing <laughs> like in the games he was fucking terrifying to me as a kid because he's fucking giant four-armed monster that mm -hmm. just like grabs you and smashes you and kills you and it's like oh god no and you always <laughs> fight him in like a grungy dungeon and stuff and of so course. it's like oh this guy's so spooky and then you get to this movie and there's that one shot early on when they're having their like feast and then they show like the like sort of back of something's head and the hand is up on the grate mm -hmm. and it's only got these like three weird stubby fingers and yeah. everything and you're kind of like oh man what the hell and obviously i know exactly what it is and yeah whatever but just like oh yeah that's right he's kind of like 
in the shadow or whatever. And then like two scenes later, Kano is sitting at the end of the table, mm-hmm. fucking eating like a pig, like chowing on turkey legs and just being this like awful Australian stereotype of a character. <laughs> and then it just like cuts to, you know, it's like just like shot reverse shot of who's at the other end of the table. And there's Goro right yeah. there. And it's just like, oh, well, okay. I thought there was like a grand introduction to him. I thought there was like a bigger like, holy fuck, what is that? But yeah. in, this, in this, it's literally just like, yeah, he's the guy at the other end of the table. I mean, everyone you know. else gets that big grand introduction later. Yeah. But, but Goro, the big giant monster that you want to save for later is just, you just kind of waste it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Goro is like, I, I wrote down, Goro is simultaneously a technical marvel and a walking nightmare. Yep. Like, you look at this thing and you're like, holy shit. Like, at least I could, from what I understood or could tell, is that, like, that was, like, even if it was, you know, under, like, a suit or whatever, it was, like, a real person's Mm -hmm. legs and the bottom two arms were the real person's arms. Yeah. And then the, like, extended part of the torso with the extra arms and the head on it was all animatronic. Yeah. And it's like, that is a fucking amazing thing that yeah. they would never waste the money to do nowadays, you know? Yeah. It would just be immediately like, all right, Goro's a CGI guy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, moving on, blah, 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 blah. So it's like that technically and the fact that it like kind of works, mm-hmm. like it's horrifying. It's it's like a, it's like barely a step above those like total recall heads you know where it's like oh god they're like like, trying uh, to make them look real but they can't i think uh, that's what helps with goro is because it's like he's a monster yeah so So he doesn't have to look like a human yeah like he's super humanoid but Mm -hmm. the fact that like his mouth is kind of weird and his eyes are kind of weird and his hair is kind of like everything is just off yeah but you're like okay but but he's he's a giant four-armed monster yeah exactly so it doesn't it doesn't it's not as much of like a oh god like yeah. revulsion look, but it still is enough. Yeah. Where I was like, I don't want him to be on screen much longer. Yes. <laughs> like, Let's wrap can up we, this. Can we finish this? But you mentioned a little earlier, like something that, <laughs> like, as I, as a, yeah. as a kid playing those games, easily one of the greatest things to do is to play as Johnny Cage and do the fucking nut punch. Yeah. Or it's like you do the splits, you punch, the other guy's like, oh, God. You know, it's like, it's a, it's a wonderful move. So you have to imagine, you know, it's like, okay, so you got Scorpion and his fucking harpoon, you got Sub-Zero in the fucking ice, you mm-hmm. know, uh, you have to have Johnny Cage do that at some point. Like, other, yeah. other than, like, sunglasses or that... uh signed picture that flies down after mm-hmm. he kills scorpion which is like part of one of his finishers in the second <laughs> game is he like signs an autograph for the person he just killed yeah um so it's like that sort of game stuff but you're like he has to he's got to do it <laughs> so as a kid that moment where he fucking drops down and punches garo in the dick you're just like you don't really think about it at all other than just like i mean obviously you're like <laughs> you yeah. punch him in the dick. um but you're just kind of like yeah that's what Johnny Cage does. Yeah. So you're like, all right. And then the fight goes outside and he kind of tricks Goro and knocks him off the cliff and blah, blah, blah. But it wasn't until this viewing that I realized <laughs> like the sequence of events that lead up to that, mm-hmm. where it's like Goro kills art. Mm-hmm. Johnny Cage is like, no, and he freaks out. And then he tells Sonya, right? Yeah. That he's going to challenge Goro. I think so. And then Raiden shows up and is like, you're an idiot. Yeah, and he's like, what have you done? <laughs> or whatever, because he like immediately is just like, I'm going to challenge Goro. I'm fighting Goro, whatever. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what are you doing? You're going to get yourself killed. And he's like, I have a plan. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the fact that the nut punch is his plan. Yeah. Like, that is his big old plan. He's like, so my friend Art got killed. This giant <laughs> monster who's killed like 70 people. I'm going to challenge him. And I'm going to punch him in the dick. And that's like where the plan ends. It seems like he really just like, oh, oh, and kind of hightails it out of there and tries to figure out what to do. (laughs) (laughs) I was hoping that was going to be it. (laughs) Um, And then he gets his his one liner of like, those are $800 sunglasses, asshole. And he Mm -hmm. kicks him off the thing or whatever, which felt like such a, I mean, considering he's a gigantic monster, like, (laughs) you know, uh, 
a normal human being just like fist fighting him till the end probably wouldn't seem realistic. Yeah. Um, but it did just seem kind of like a cheat that it's like, oh, that big giant monster that it like, God, it takes so long to beat in the in the game when you're playing <laughs> it. You just kind of like trick him off a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It seems almost weak, but it's like, I mean, I guess. Yeah. Figure out some way to speed it along. Otherwise, he's going to kill 70 more people. I mean, in the end, what does it fucking matter? The whole thing, I mean, honestly, truly, the whole thing is so bizarre because it feels like there's like 100 normal ass martial artists who somehow got invited to this thing <laughs> who don't understand what's at stake. Yeah. Because it's like, it's truthfully, it's the, what's at stake is like, <clears throat> if Outworld wins this Mortal Kombat, that'll be 10 in a row. Which means they will have the ability to fucking like cross over into Earth yeah. and take over Earth. Like this is a huge, huge thing. Yeah. And none of these other fighters seem to understand that yeah. or care or whatever. They're just like, yeah, I'm, I'm just here to win the tournament, man. And it's like, do you not get it? Do you see what this tournament is? Yeah, like this isn't just a fucking like sparring match thing. Like this is You're world. You're going to die. Yeah, like every the existence is going to be unmade. Like it is yeah. so bigger than just like, <laughs> I'm going to go, I'm going to fight this guy, eh? And I just don't understand why all those other people were involved. I don't see why the movie couldn't have just made it like, hey, here are the characters from the games. Remember them? They're mm -hmm. going to fucking fight each other. Yeah. <laughs> like, why did we need Art, who is not a person from the game? He's just a guy that they made up. Really? Yeah. But it's like, why is that guy there? Why is that <laughs> other dude there? Like, why, why are there so many fucking red shirts? in this movie when the tournament as as shown in every game is like everyone gets it yeah like everyone who's fighting understands that it's like we might get killed and this is for like all the fucking marbles yeah but let's do it but then in this movie it seems like only Ray like raiden only let these guys in on the fact <laughs> that it's like truthfully everything is gonna get destroyed if you guys don't win yeah because he told them the fate of billions will depend on you and then he laughs and says, sorry. <laughs> he had some weird little moments that were like simultaneously sort of like ridiculous, but also fun. Like you, you could almost imagine that it was Christopher Lambert just doing it mm -hmm. like that moment. I think it's when he punches Goro in the dick and Raiden is standing next to some like random henchman and he just goes like, ha ha. And he like punches him in the shoulder, yeah. and the guy like looks at him, and he's like, "Sorry, you're the god of lightning," <laughs> and yet you get you're like, "Oh my god, he punched him in the dick. This is the best." Yeah, I <laughs> I loved that whole sequence when Johnny Cates decides that he's gonna he's gonna fight Goro is one of my favorites because of how fucking ridiculous it is. Like how how ridiculous it is that the movie expects you to think that like that these characters give a shit about each other considering how little we've seen of it. Because mm -hmm. he says to fucking Sonya, he says, I can't let what happened to Art happen to you. And I was like, he says to a woman who has barely spoken to him. Yeah, and only in disgust. <laughs> yeah, she's literally only been like, you're a fucking pig. <laughs> Every yeah. time he opens his mouth. <laughs> and he's like, I'm not going to let that happen to you. And she's like, and, and, and of course, she's like, oh, Johnny, what are you talking about? Yeah. But in reality, she should be like, I don't give a fuck what you do. Go and get yourself yeah. killed. Who cares? You're an idiot. Um, but then immediately after that, Shang Tsung shows up and he's like, what is it that you want? I don't even know how they like summon him to do the, the, like <laughs> the, the request to fight Goro or whatever, but he shows up randomly yeah. and if he's there and <laughs> yeah. And Johnny Cage is like, I want to fight Goro right now. And this might've been one of my favorite lines in the movie is Shang Tsung's response of as absurd as your request is, I will grant it. <laughs> it's so funny. Like sitting there just being like, so you, you want to fight the four armed giant monster. I mean, okay. <laughs> like if, if you must, I don't know. And so, I mean, they go to Outworld, blah, blah, blah. Shang Tsung has, uh, has, Sonya all tied up and Liu Kang rolls in. Well, Liu Kang and Johnny Cage roll in, but Johnny Cage isn't there to do anything anymore. He's like, I killed Goro. What do you want? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I got us here. Yeah, I did my part. So he and Sonya kind of like step to the side and it's time for 
Liu Kang versus Shang Tsung. Like, here's what the very first thing in the movie promised, mm-hmm. where he's like, I killed your fucking brother. What are you going to do about it? So now this is what he's going to do about it. I mean, he did lie, though, because he said that Liu Kang's soul was next. Yeah, there were definitely <laughs> some souls in between. He took a bunch of them. He took arts. He took that first guy. He took a lot of souls in between. Mm-hmm. Um, but so they, you know, they get in their fight and whatever. And like I said, he has that ability to like turn into other people. Yeah. But instead, he just brings a bunch of like old fighters back to life somehow. And they like jump out of these things. So he's fighting like a shogun warrior and like (laughs) a crazy pirate guy and whatever. Like all while Shang Tsung himself is just standing there like an asshole. Yeah. And then Liu Kang fights all of those guys and kicks their asses. Then he's like, what? That's all you got? Uh, and they have their whole fight thing. And then there's like that moment that is truthfully a great usage of Shang Tsung's ability to turn into other people. Mm-hmm. But it's just like directly after that moment, you're just like, so he could have turned into, okay, why not turn into his brother and fight him? Yeah. Or something where it's like, oh, do you have the guts to like fight me, brother? Mm-hmm. And stuff. But instead they use it as like a little heart string pulling moment of like oh Lou yeah it's me Chang it's me and I'm sitting there like and you're just like he's not falling for this right you know because it's like he's like that was my like it seemed like he was falling for it but he watched the transformation happen yeah so I I did have questions about that too yeah because he walked he walks up to the top of the of the staircase and Shang Tsung's just fucking standing there and he's Mm -hmm. facing like away from Lou Mm-hmm. And he's like, you're done, sorcerer, or whatever the fuck he says. Yeah. And then Shang Tsung's like, oh, well, I got an idea. And he like, swoop, turns into Chang, turns around, and Lou's like, oh, my God. But it's like, you know who you were just talking to. You know the person that was facing away from you just now was not yeah. your brother. You know that that was Shang Tsung. Who so is a like, sorcerer. Yeah. So it's like, I get, I get like being shocked by it. Yeah. You know, being like, oh, my God. But then he's, uh, there was something that he said specifically. Oh, no, it's not, not something that he said. I wrote it down. It's that Lou looks surprised when Chang turns back into Shang Tsung. Yeah. Like he all of a sudden like shwah, turns back into the old man or older man. He's not that old. <laughs> but he turns back into Shang Tsung and Lou's eyes go like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like, you know this. You knew. You what idiot. Is- I wrote down, I was like, Shang Tsung could have used some more sorcery in his shit. Since yeah. he is a sorcerer and he can do all this me- like mystical shit. Mm-hmm. It really seemed like he was like, so I can raise these fighters to fight you. I could turn into your brother to mess with you. But when we actually fight, you kind of kick my ass. Because yeah. <laughs> he's the one bleeding and he's the one mm-hmm. who's like fallen down a bunch. Yeah. So it's like in the actual fighting, Shang Tsung sucks. <laughs> so it's like, you need to use some more of your sorcery, brother. Like, isn't that the whole point of being a sorcerer? <laughs> isn't that where your powers lie? What is going on here? Uh, and they bring the spikes up out of the little dragon, little, out of that big <laughs> giant fucking dragon thing on the floor, which, you know, when he punches or he fireballs Shang Tsung off of it and he lands on the spike and that's what kills him, that's a fucking, like, it's not exactly the same, but it's like that's such a big thing from. Mortal Kombat, where it's like there are stages where if you mm-hmm. like uppercut them, they'll go off onto mm. a spike pit or something. Yeah. So it's like, that was dope. I loved that. <laughs> Very excited about that. And he just like shrivels up and explodes or something. A lot of bad guys just explode. Yeah. <laughs> that was something I noticed too. Except Scorpion for what, explodes. Yeah. Um, I honestly thought that Sub-Zero was going to explode, like completely freeze over and then like blast <laughs> yeah. apart. Yeah, totally. I was a little disappointed that that didn't happen. <laughs> um, but then Reptile just becomes bugs. Yeah, that like, blew my mind too. Like, I was like, there weren't bugs in there. Because because Liu Kang, he does walk over and there's like still the lizard thing is like in there. Yeah. And he like stomps on it and squishes him. But yeah, all these bugs that weren't in there earlier come flying out. And it's like, wait. What? I was like, at least make it like reptiles. <laughs> like yeah, really. make it like lizards or snakes or something coming out of there. Like Not that's like, like okay, you know, other worldly thing. Like, okay, whatever reptile demon creature yeah. killed 
into, you know, a bunch of little reptiles. <laughs> yeah, who knows? But no, apparently bugs. <laughs> Whatever. Um, but so Liu Kang kills Shang Tsung, and that means he wins Mortal Kombat, which means that Earthrealm is saved, and everyone can go back home. I think <laughs> I think one of my favorite things about the end of it was the fact that like Shang Tsung dies. He mm-hmm. like explodes or whatever. All those souls get released, and like, Liu from Kang his ha- face. <laughs> yeah, oh. and Liu Kang. I mean, they go in his face when yeah, he's taking it was, them. It was so just seeing them all about like, faces. Yeah, just seeing them like coming, like oozing out of his <laughs> pores was unappealing. <laughs> yeah, but what's hysterical to me though is that like while the souls are like flying by, Liu Kang looks, and then there's his brother's ghost who like talks to him for a sec like hey mm-hmm. man i'll see you on the other side or whatever mm-hmm. like, dope cool peace and he floats <laughs> off into the ether and stuff and i'm like man that sucks for the other 999 spirits or whatever that he had in there that don't get to say goodbye to their loved ones because they're not here in this room right now yeah. <laughs> so all these souls that have been trapped for thousands of years get released just like off into the ether just mm-hmm. like, oh, what is happening? But Chan, who's been dead like a week, yeah. <laughs> gets a super sweet reunion and gets to like, oh, I get to go off into the great beyond feeling good. Yeah. And there's all these other ghosts like, well, my wife's been dead for 4,000 years. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's a bummer, guy. All the other souls are bitter. Yeah. you. Th- I mean, they fucking have to be, man. And so they go back, all of them go back to Liu Kang's family, like mm-hmm. monks or whatever, which mm-hmm. is like not to say that like they would be like hostile or whatever. Yeah. But it's just funny that like that's where Liu <laughs> Kang and Sonya go. Where it's like, don't you guys have like <laughs> families and yeah. homes? Why are you going? You mean, to- you mean Johnny? Johnny. What'd I say? Liu Kang. Yeah. Like, of course, that's where he's going to go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we're like Johnny and Sonya where it's like, don't you guys have? Your own homes and yeah. people that you need to get back to. Why are you yeah. celebrating here with? Where's, where's the rest of the like force for you, Sonia? Are they like concerned? <laughs> yeah, remember Jax at the beginning? You just jumped on the boat and he was like, "Whoa, oh you, Sonia." Yeah. <laughs> that's the last we see of him. You should probably check in with them. I don't know, but at least I, let them know you're alive. Yeah, but I think the craziest part of the end of that movie is the fact that it like, for one, the very very end was not originally in it. That was another reshoot thing where the fucking emperor shows up and he's like, oh, I've come to take over the world. And they're like, I don't think so. And they all pose. And then it goes like, boom, 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 boom. That was added (laughs) later. Uh, But what's so crazy about that is like that is for one, it's such a staple of movies that like are terrible where they'll like bet on themselves mm-hmm. and have like a, we're going to have a totally leads into a sequel moment. And you watch this and you're like, oh, guys. And then you realize like, oh my God, wait, no, it actually gets fulfilled. Like that's where the second movie that starts. Is, that the, was one of my questions. The problem is that almost nobody came back. Oh, geez. So it's literally the only person in that scene who comes back is Liu Kang. So like when 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 they come back to that scene, mm-hmm. new Raiden, new Sonya, new Johnny. <laughs> it's just like, ooh, oh, you should have taken that as a sign yeah. and just not done it. <laughs> Cuz it's like as not good of a movie as this is, <laughs> the sequel is it's so much worse. It is somehow That's- less intelligible. And has even like less likable characters. That's <laughs> impressive. Yeah, it's wild. <laughs> when this thing finished up, I was just like, I can't believe that I would like sit around <laughs> and watch this as a kid and be like, that was how I wanted to spend. <laughs> that was worth a hundred minutes. Yeah, like that's oh man, like it's just it's it's really not a good movie. <laughs> like just from a movie perspective, man, yeah. it's like it, it almost tricks you into thinking that it kind of had a plot <laughs> because the way that it starts with Shang Tsung and then ends with Liu Kang beating Shang Tsung and mm-hmm. like freeing his brother. Yeah. So you're like, yeah, that was like the story of the whole movie. And it's like, yeah, but mm. in the middle it just turns into nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> like you you could almost cut from the very beginning of the movie and then just cut to the fight between Liu Kang and Shang Tsung at the end and it's like I've missed practically nothing. Yeah. <laughs> this whole thing is fucking silly. I, I I honestly have no clue what to think 
in terms of the new movie that they're making that's supposed to come out in like 2021 yeah. where it's like okay i will completely i will i will bet that it will have more care and like better like directing and acting and obviously special effects <laughs> and stuff but i still don't understand how you make a movie out yeah of this. and where's the plot coming from yeah it's like unless they only focus on one person yeah it's like unless you're willing to kill off your characters because that's a big thing it's like yeah. you know that they're probably going to want to make it into a franchise yeah so it's like you sit there and you're like okay so you have somebody fight scorpion like well well then you can't have the lead fight scorpion because if they kill scorpion then yeah. <laughs> you can't use scorpion anymore so then you gotta you know like or or they're gonna use the like lore that all these new games have come up with which i tried reading to like <laughs> see like how, how does this whatever and it's it's nonsense to me <laughs> i truly don't understand what they're getting at at all and it's just like this ruins it for me like these <laughs> games should just be like pick the guy you like yeah who does the shit you like and then match and then the buttons fight. yeah and then fucking fight <laughs> that's how i play yeah it's like chick all right i'm her <laughs> and then just mash all the buttons yeah and see if you can win twice that's what it is like it's yeah. it's literally possibly the most impossible kind of game to turn into a movie other than like tetris <laughs> <laughs> but they try yeah but you know what I mean, though, or yeah. it's like it's 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 so dumb to try to turn it into like a real story. It's like there's no way that's not absurdly silly <laughs> or like I mentioned at the top, preposterous. Yes. <laughs> the word of the day. Fucking preposterous. <laughs> uh, but I think that is going to wrap it up for popcorn for dinner this week. Uh, this is Jeff and Kelly. Your soul is mine.